the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the fourth week of Easter, today being the sixth day of May 2023. Let us call upon God that he may send us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Lord of light, from the clear celestial height, thy pure beaming radiance give. Come, the Father of the poor, come with treasures that endure. Come, the light of all that live. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is, Lord, show us the Father. Lord, show us the Father. The first reading is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, from verse 44 to verse 52. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 14, from verse 7 to verse 14. Today in the Gospel reading, Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we shall be satisfied. Lord, show us the Father, and we shall be satisfied. Dear children of God, with the response Christ gave to Philip, another way of making this request would be, Lord, show me yourself. Lord, show me yourself. Because Christ makes it clear that he and God the Father are one. He and God the Father are one. And so if Jesus is one with God the Father, like he, you know, reprimanded Philip. I've been with you all this while and you don't know me. I and my father are one. God the Father is in me as I am in him. And so, in other words, this very request that Philip made could be made in these words. Lord, show me yourself. In fact, Moses in the book of Exodus chapter 33 verse 18 will say, Show me your glory. In the previous verse, verse 17, the word of God says God was pleased with Moses. And Moses said, Lord, show me your glory. Show me the fullness of yourself. Show me your true identity. Show me whom you really are. Show me your characteristic features. Show me that which distinguishes you from all other beings and all other gods. This is the same request Philip is literally making of Jesus Christ. And that explains why Jesus says, Philip, I have been with you all this while and you do not know me. The word of God says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. They perish because of ignorance. This is what happened to the Jewish people in the first reading today. They became envious and jealous of the apostles. Paul and the others because of their power to preach. And as they were preaching, because they failed to know the person of Christ, they could not believe the message of Christ. 
For you to believe the message of Christ, you need to know the person of Christ. And you cannot know Christ except you have personally experienced him. The knowledge of Christ goes beyond just intellectual knowledge, academic knowledge, emotional knowledge. It has to be a personal encounter based. There has to be the kind of knowledge that is informed by your own personal experience of Christ. Many are perishing today because thinking they are following Christ, they are following human beings, they are following different forces in the name of seeking God. Until you have a personal encounter of the person of God, it will be difficult for you to believe God. The Gentiles were able, in the simplicity of their minds and heart, in their humility, in their level of recognition of their ignorance and their quest for the knowledge of God, encountered God personally and realistically. That informed their knowledge of God and this explains why they could believe the gospel message with relative ease as compared to the Jewish people. Beloved child of God, are you Jewish in your attitude or Gentile? Are you humble enough? Are you simple-hearted enough to allow Christ come to you? To allow Christ grant you the grace and opportunity to have a personal encounter with him? To allow Christ encounter you in your present situation? Are you simple-hearted enough to believe the simple things through which Christ comes to us. God manifests his presence in our lives. Beloved children of God, Christ is with us. He is in our midst and he, it is through him that we we'll know God the Father. It is him, in him we find the fullness of life. And when we truly believe in him, he gives us the enablement and the power to do the great things he himself did and even to do more. This is the promise he made in the gospel today. And he added that whatever we ask in his name shall be granted. Do you know why? Once you know Christ, you will know how to ask according to the mind of Christ. Because you now have a spirit in him, the spirit that cries out in you, Abba, Father. The spirit that is able to speak on your behalf to God when you are not able to pray as you ought to pray. Do you know Christ? Do you really have the person of Christ in your life? Or your belief in Christ is limited to rituals and ceremonies? Dear children of God, because we do not know Christ enough, we go out in search of powers for miracles, signs, and wonders. We go in search of powers for wealth. We go in search of powers for fame, for influence, for political positions, exalted positions, because we lack the knowledge of Christ. And because we lack the knowledge of Christ, we are full of emptiness. And because we are empty, we look for everything worldly and temporal to fill this emptiness or this void. Unfortunately, none of these can fill this void and emptiness we've got in us it is only the presence of christ god himself that can feel it and so we must 
If we must find fulfillment, if we must be happy, if we must be glorious and victorious like the Gentiles as opposed to the Jewish people who in their ignorance became jealous of the apostles, then we must seek to have true knowledge of the person of Christ. Not just the knowledge that is passed to us. Not just the knowledge that we have read in the scriptures. All of these serve as foundations, as catalysts, as promptings, as avenues to initiate and bring about that encounter, personal encounter that will birth the self-knowledge of God. You must become like Philip. One who hungers and thirsts for the knowledge of God, for the person of God. Lord, show us the Father. Lord, show us yourself. Moses will say, Lord, show me your glory. And God's glory is so powerful that God said to Moses, I shall pass in your presence, but I will cover your face because if you see me, you will perish. God is so great. Greater than all our problems, greater than all our needs, greater than all our challenges, greater than all we are going through in our nation, going through in our world. If only we have the personal experience of God. Many things that are worrying us today will no longer constitute sources of worry in our lives. Many people we are jealous of today. Many people we are fighting against today. Many people we envy today will become our closest friends. Because the true knowledge of God changes our value system, changes our way of life, changes our belief system, and transforms everything about us. Because now we know better. I pray for you, beloved child of God, that God will continue to reveal himself to you and until you have a concrete, sincere, genuine knowledge of God himself. That is informed not by anything external to you, but internal to you. The external realities may serve as promptings, as avenues, as environment and context to bring about this. But you have a particular and very significant, as a matter of fact, imperative and indispensable role to play. May God give us the grace to encounter him to know him and to serve him through the person of Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.